Your money is more powerful than you know. It only takes a little, and from there it can multiply and grow. But it can't help just sitting in your pocket or your change jar. Introducing Bundle. Bundle takes your spare change from everyday purchases, such as coffee, lunch, or gas, and automatically invest it into Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. It's secure, easy, and hassle-free to watch your spare change grow. Bundle. Painless, effortless, and fun investing. Whether or not you've had to go to one, most people know of physical therapists. But what if you want to be one? What does it take to make it a career? What all do you have to do to make it happen? And how much money will you make? These are all really important questions. And in this episode of What You Do, get the answers to all of those while listening to Angie talk about how she became one, as well as some pros and cons that she's experienced while working as a physical therapist. Quick disclaimer though, at 17 minutes and 57 seconds, we start discussing some inappropriate things that have happened to her while working, but I will jump in and let you know what to skip to if you don't want to listen to that part. Anyway, let's jump into it. Hello, I'm Layla, and these are my twin sisters, Mia. Hi. And Alana. Hello. And welcome to What You Do. We're doing this podcast to expose different professions to people like ourselves who are interested in knowing what career options exist beyond doctor and lawyer. Uh, no offense if that's your plan or present. We just want to explore other options. So here to help us with that today is... Hi, I'm Angie Buchanan. And I'm a massage therapist. Hi, Angie. So, how did you learn about it? I got exposed to massage therapy when I was 16 years old. I was a volleyball player and I'd gone skiing. I grew up in Montana and I couldn't walk after going <laughs> skiing. Oh, no. And my coach was like, we got to get that fixed. And so my dad sent me to a massage therapist and he fixed my leg in like 45 minutes and I could walk. And then I went to the tournament and it was great. So that's what, that was my introduction to massage therapy. 45 minutes. That's quick. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. What made you want to do it? That's kind of an interesting question. Let's see. Um, I went to college on that volleyball scholarship and everybody would, all my teammates would be like, hey, Ange, come work on me. Hey, come work on me. And I think the human body is just really cool and really amazing. And so when I got, I took some science classes and then I took a kinesiology class and it was awesome. So that's kind of what sparked my interest um, to massage. I originally got a uh, bachelor's degree in um, business and then I got out of school and didn't really like that. So I went back to school, to a trade school, and went to massage therapy. Oh, okay. So is that, that's how you started, that's how you started making it a career? You did the the trade school and... Yeah, I, went, I worked full-time at my office job and um, went to school at night for probably about a year, might have been just over a year, and finished all my classes that way and decided that I wanted to be a massage therapist instead of somebody who sat in a, at a desk all day because <laughs> I didn't like that very much. Yeah. So were there any like specific classes that you had to take to, you know, learn everything that you needed to learn? Oh, for sure. The, um, 
the basic classes in Texas, so you think it's 500 hours of training is all. Um, so lots of anatomy classes, lots of hands-on classes, lots of technique classes. And then you get out of school and you, you take the state test and they've, they've changed it now to one called the MBLEX. And then you take and pass that and you get your, your license so that you can practice. But then there's lots of continuing education opportunities for when you figure out what you want to, um, like what kind of people and what kind of athletes or who your client base is. Mm. Okay. Once you figure out that, then you just take more classes and then keep learning. I'm like a forever student. Oh, I like that idea. So, so what do you specialize in? I'm mostly a sports massage therapist, do a lot of orthopedic massage, some deep tissue. I like to help people get better and then I like them to fire me so that they can go and live their best life and then go have adventures. And then when you're hurt or whatever, come back and see me and then I can help you so that your body can perform the best that it can and then fire me again and go out and have fun. (laughs) (laughs) What are some interesting patients that that you've had in your care? Oh, I've had quite a few. Um, Some days are a lot of fun. You get, let's see, who would be a good one to tell you about? Oh, this guy. And he told me that I could, I could talk about him because a lot of times I won't, I don't say client names just for confidentiality. Yeah. But he was in the office and he started talking about uh, being a zombie on Walking Dead. And I walked by him and he's talking about this and I kind of called BS on him. And I was like, (laughs) you weren't a zombie. And he showed me pictures and he was. And I was like, what? Like a background (laughs) zombie? Yep. He was, he was one with a limp. And so he showed me pictures and and how they sat in makeup and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, he was on one of the shows. Well, more than one of the shows. He was a stunt guy. Oh, wow. Um, And then I do work on a lot of athletes. So a lot of high school athletes and some like weekend athletes, some retired. I've got um, one guy who sees me pretty consistently and he's in the football hall of fame. Um, Not very many professional athletes because of where I live. They're all on the other side of town if they're Dallas um, athletes. Yeah. So that's fun. Have you ever had to use massage therapy on yourself? Yes. Every day. (laughs) Especially after my injury. So a couple years ago, I broke my arm and I still have to do therapy on that. So today... I'm showing the camera, but you can, you won't be able to see it on the podcast, right? But um, I was doing cupping on my arm while I was doing a massage on somebody else. I stuck cups on it and I just let them sit. Yeah. But yeah, I work on myself all the time. And then I also have a couple therapists that I go see. So they work on me. Oh, so you, does there stuff that you can't do to yourself? Yes. Yeah. There's things that I can't do. Like I can't work on my own back. So if I'm going to get a back massage, then I have three or four people that I can go see and just call them like, hey, I need to get on your table. (laughs) Nice. Has having this knowledge helped in daily life? I think so, because um, if you know how your body works, then you can listen to it when it's a whisper and you're like, oh, that didn't feel very good. So I can change what I'm doing. It helps me want to be more active. Because if you're active, then your body works better. Um, 
it's fun watching people walk to, I mean, I'm kind of a people watcher. So we go to the stores or whatever, and I'm like, oh, that person needs a massage because they're walking and they're all sideways or something. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think that it, I use it every day. I also give my dogs massages. That wasn't quite part of the question, but they, they line up and I'm like, dog massage, and I work on them and, you know, they're little dogs. So they just, they enjoy that. That's they get hilarious. massages probably every day. <laughs> So for the people who want to pursue being a massage therapist, if you don't mind me asking or you don't mind answering, how much do you make a year? That is a great question. And I will tell you, I'm a sole prop. So I work by myself for myself. Mm -hmm. And this year is my best year. I've made gross. So before taxes and expenses, I made 80000 Oh, wow. Um, if you own a spa and you have people working for you, you can make way more than that. Um, I've got a friend who has four massage therapists working for her. So it's her and four other ones. And they probably, I haven't heard what her, her final numbers were for this past year, but she probably cleared anywhere between 250 and 300,000. Oh, dang. So it, if you're busy and you have good massage therapists working for you, then you can make quite a bit of money. I never wanted to do it like that. I wanted to be able to um, have my my business kind of my time surround my family. Mm. I didn't have to be the sole breadwinner. Got it. Which is good. Yeah. Because if you take eighty thousand and you take your taxes off of that and all of your expenses, I wouldn't want to live on that much money. You know, mm. that's probably, I don't know. I haven't finished it, finished the year's finances, but it probably clears anywhere between 40 and 50,000. Mm. But I don't know that I want to live, you know, I wouldn't want to be the sole income earner on that with a family. Yeah. Got it. That was kind of a long answer. Did it answer your question? Or <laughs> it, do you have more did. questions on that? Yeah. No, <laughs> it did. It did answer the question. That was a good answer. Because a lot of people, like, I've had a couple of other interviews, and it's kind of a relatively vague answer, so yours was very yeah. direct. <laughs> well, and, and one of the things, too, is making sure that money's a, you don't necessarily want to tell everybody all of the details, but right, money's not a taboo topic, you know? Mm -hmm. You should be able to talk about it and figure things out. I mean, if you want to be a millionaire, don't be a massage therapist. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but if you want, you could, if you owned a lot of spas. Yeah, it would have to be you know? like a whole franchise type mm -hmm. thing. I mean, Massage Envy and um, Hand in Stone and other places like that, it's a brilliant business model. They have people and they have subscriptions. And so your credit card gets charged every single month, whether or not you go. Mm. And then they don't pay their therapist as much. They make a lot of money. So, but that was never my intent. You just wanted to like do it to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I never wanted to teach. I, I live, I love working one-on-one -on -one with people. Mm. And that's where, that's where my strength is. So I didn't want to get into something bigger than that. Okay. What did you have to do to get your license? So when I got my license, I had to go all the way to Austin and it was a three day experience and I had to take a written test and do a 
um, hands-on test and there was some other things. Um, I got my license in 1998. Oh, makes me feel old. <laughs> uh, it is better now. You can take your test online and they've They've increased the number of hours that you have to have to get your license, but then they've streamlined the whole testing. So they don't, you can do it as pretty much as soon as you finish your classes. You don't have to wait for the two times a year and go all the way to Austin and, mm. and do it like that. Was it but like a, I have, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, it was your question. Um, did you, why is it just the facility in Austin that you used to have to take the test at? Is that why you had to go all the way? Yeah, up? that's what they did. They they put everybody in. So um, all the massage therapists in that class that year mm -hmm. had to go all go to there to Austin to take the test. And then they had a bunch of people that proctored it. And then you, I don't know, it was a lot. So they've streamlined it now. Mm. Okay, that's good. It's more... Um available it's readily, cost effective like, and yeah. yeah plus then if you get out of school in may and you can't take the next test until september you might lose some of the anatomy stuff in your head you know oh, you've studied it it's true. all fresh take the test yeah. while it's all fresh yeah so what advice would you give someone else who wanted to start working towards being a massage therapist i would find a good school with good teachers and then once you start classes, just jump in and learn as much as you can. Um, find some mentors, some people who have been in the business for a while. And then once you figure it out that you're, you know, if you're, once you're a massage therapist and you've got your license, then get a group of people that are close to you, even throughout the States and just work together as colleagues mm. and not be like, oh, these are my clients, mine, 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 mine. Mm -hmm. I refer out all the time. If somebody needs something that I don't do, post-surgical reconstruction, I send them to somebody else that that's their specialty. Somebody's got TMJ problems with their jaw, I send them to somebody else because I don't want to do that. I'm not trained in that, but I want my, my clients to get the best help that they possibly can. Right. That's good advice. Thanks. Thanks for good questions. <laughs> Can I ask what school she went to? Yeah. I went to one called Wellness Skills, but it sold to Texas Massage Institute and then they closed that location. Hmm. So my school is no longer available for you to go to school at. <laughs> uh... But they've got classes all over. And then we have to take continuing education. So every two years, we have to have 12 more hours of continuing education. And that's where we get our better classes. Hmm. Um, I've taken, I'm actually a teaching assistant with one of the best teachers in the country. Oh, wow. And so I'm one of his TAs two or three times a year, usually. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. Although the first day I always get nervous because I'm like, oh, I have to help teach people stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I but, do think it's really good that you guys have to go like do the do more hours every year to keep everything fresh. Yep. Well, and learn new techniques. And I just took a class in, well, last month um, that really covered ribs. And you think, okay, well, you've everybody's got, you know, 24 ribs and 
they protect your organs and that's about as much thought as give as you give to them yeah and this lady was teaching us she spent almost two days and that's all we did was just the torso and just ribs and it was awesome <laughs> and i've put that into use already i mean i was doing it today with some people it was fun yeah. like what are you doing and i'm like well your rib here let's work on that <laughs> i can tell you that um sometimes when i get a new client and I meet them and I'm like, hi, my name's Angie. I'll be your massage therapist. And we talk about what they need to do. And I have people disrobe to their comfort level is what I tell them because I use a massage gel. So I don't want to get that on their clothes. Yeah. I've got my massage table and it's on hydraulic legs. So it goes up and down so I can adjust it throughout the whole session. And um, I'm like, sometimes I meet these people and then I'm like, oh, so disrobe to your comfort level. And they look at me and I'm like, you have to take some of your clothes off. They're like, oh, we just met. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are face down, right? Yeah. Yeah. I actually start people face up because if you think about even like the way we're all sitting right now, um, everything curls forward. So all the th things on the front are short and tight. So your pecs, which are your top of your chest and neck, everything is forward. And so if you work oh. on that and open up and out, it'll help your back. So by the time I have you turn over... Your back is already starting to relax and feel better. So I never thought of it like that. Yeah. I do a lot of pregnancy massage too. So like when ladies are pregnant and the, the setup's a little bit different, but their, their body is doing something that is amazing, but it hurts their neck and shoulders sometimes and their back because they've got, especially towards the end of the pregnancy when their bellies are big, then everything hurts. And so I give them massages and then... You know, once they have the baby, then a lot of times they'll come back to me for one or two massages after that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Hello, hello. This is future Layla cutting in to let you know to skip to 19 minutes and 53 seconds if you don't want to listen to Angie talk about some of the inappropriate things that she's had to deal with on the job. Okay, carry on. Can I tell you a drawback of my job yeah pros and cons all of it yeah so um one of the things that happens sometimes is i we get calls for things that are inappropriate that are not massage therapy that are more um well they're sexual right yeah and um we take calls like that a couple of times a week sometimes and it's pretty shocking but the media has played that up that that's what we do sometimes and it is not at all that. So we get tired of hearing that sometimes. So you have to be able to have a little elevator speech is what I call it. Mm. Like, you know, I used to give people like if they'd call and they'd ask for something that was inappropriate, I'd give them the non-emergency line for the police department. Like, oh, oh I don't do that. However, you can call this number. Do, 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 do. <laughs> they'd never call back. People actually, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I had one guy ask on the table one time and I stuck my back, my elbow on his back and I was like, nope, that's illegal. We don't do that here. You need to leave. And if you don't leave, I'm going to call the police. Oh my goodness. So, but that was years ago, thankfully. So we have to take a, a sex trafficking um, class every year before we um, renew our license. 
He may want to edit some of this out. I don't know. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Just talking here. I'm like, ah. I got one of those calls yesterday. And so I'm all like, stop hmm. telling me that that's what I do. I don't do that. Yeah. But I do love my job. And if I didn't love my job, I wouldn't want to do it. Exactly. Because it doesn't even feel like a job. That's what we love. Don't mm-hmm. want it to feel like actual work. Yeah. That's the kind of job I want. Yeah. You want to be able to be happy at the end of the day. Hey, you know, I had a good day. I helped people or did whatever it is that, you know, people do. So, so I have some questions for you. Oh, you have questions for us. Okay. We'll answer. So, um, hi, my name's Angie and I'm interviewing the ladies from what you do. (laughs) (laughs) How did you come up with this idea for a podcast? Um, so I was in my room uh studying ui ux design i was yeah. doing a course on it and because my dad was like so what do you want to do and i was like what you do sounds interesting so i'll do what you do so i said i'll do what you do and he was like okay and so he bought me a course and i was doing that course and i mean it's nice uh I don't think I find it as fun as he does because he genuinely enjoys it. Yeah, uh, It's just like a cool skill to have is how I think of it. So he came in my room and he was like, so what do you actually want to do? And I was like, I don't know. He was like, what do you know that there is to do? And I was like, well, UI UX design, uh, teaching, because my mom's a teacher. And he was yeah. like, so so, so you, just, you just don't know, do you? And I was like... No. So he's like, well, how about you interview people, maybe? Yeah. But I don't like talking to people or going up to people and asking them questions <laughs> at all. So he's like, so here's what we're doing. We're going to make it an actual thing. You're going to interview people and talk to them. Right. And contact them and do all the things that you don't want to do so that you can get exposure to Mm -hmm. professions that you don't know about or could possibly be interested in that don't outright sound interesting but then like you learn more about it and you're like oh that's actually really cool yeah so Mm -hmm. well and let's think about the skills that you're getting the life skills you're like i don't want to approach people well you're going to start with people that maybe you know or that have been in your circle and they're safe right yeah and then you're going to hone your interview skills and we're not going to be nervous. Like I'm all wiggly over here. Right. <laughs> and what happens if what you're doing now is what makes you have joy? Exactly. You look awesome sitting there with the mic and everything. There. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, that was, that was the gist of it. And then it was like, so, and this could be the thing that you want to do interviewing people. Yeah. So, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, does anybody else have any more questions? That's all the ones we had written down. Mia, Alana? Nope. No. No? No questions? All right. Well, thank you, Angie, for answering our questions. Well, thanks for having me today. This was fun. Yeah, of course. It was fun. I liked it. 
all right i hope you guys enjoyed you can find us on instagram at what you do underscore podcast that's w-h-a-t-c-h-u-d-o underscore podcast if you find these types of things interesting please let us know what professions you'd like to hear about in the future see you guys next time